Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which the three of us, Lucy Bella Earl, James O'Neill and I, Luke Cupforth, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at Educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for the quick fire question round with some of your questions from social media. Don't forget to follow us at Educating Josh on all socials, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Lucy, welcome back to the show this week. Oh, it's we so good to be back. We, we missed, missed you, so you last week. Although I already missed Jake. I love Jake. <laughs> he did such a good great. job. I felt very threatened. He was, he, was, he was so good. He was fantastic. And he is now officially part of the Educating Josh family because Leanne said on Twitter that she was playing Pokemon on the first leg of a journey. The first Pokemon she caught were named after Josh, Luke, James, Lucy and Jake. Aww. That's really sweet. We're all oh, we're Pokemon now, guys. I, <laughs> I kind of want to know what Pokemon I am. I don't know. Did she oh, specify? wait, sorry. Did yes. she specify? Josh Winslet. Yeah, sorry. Josh, you're a Pidgey. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not happy at all. Pidgeys are cute. I'm a Pansade. James is a Panpour, Jake is a Pikachu, and Lucy, you're a Booneri. Do you know what that is? I don't no, know. I don't. Booneri's are cute. Okay. Oh, thanks. Anyway, should we move on to the poll results? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting glared at by the producer. So I think <laughs> James, your story was first last week. How did your poll perform? My question last week was, should skirts be banned in schools so everyone is dressed equally? And how did Twitter react? It was very decisive. Uh-huh. 89% of people said no. Right, well, we can so, move on from yeah. that one. Cool. Next Fair poll. Enough. Yes, and Perry said on Twitter... I work for a school and there's so much drama about gender fluid uniforms. Just offer a skirt and a trouser option and let the kids pick. Fantastic. My story was second last week and I asked, do economically stable countries have a moral obligation to allow migrants in? Now, we were very divided on this in the podcast, but on Twitter, it was very decisive with 61% yes. I don't think that's very decisive. Mm. 61%? That's pretty decisive. So. It's more decisive than Brexit. It but is. It's more, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But we'll I, I still a little bit later in the podcast, Josh. Uh. <laughs> Um, and Loey said on Twitter, I'd like to ask you this question. If you saw a guy who's drowning and you had a stick you could give him to hold on to and save him, are you morally obliged to do that? Because that's basically his uh, metaphorical example of what we were talking about. Well, the metaphor's But what wrong. if your own children are dying too? And then Madge said, especially if you're the one who put him into the water, which is kind of what you were talking <laughs> about, Josh, which is basically, no, it's, we they, mess these countries up. But they've also put themselves in the water. All right, fantastic. And Lucy, Jake's story was last. Could you please give us Jake's story results? Yes, he asked if puberty-blocking drugs should be available to under-16s, and 62% of people said yes. I'm surprised so many hmm. said no. That's It was interesting. I didn't yeah. think I did a very good job of, of you know, um, debating with Jake. I think Jake 
put across an amazing um, case for what he believed and he almost convinced me towards the end. And we had a reply from Aileen on Twitter which was similar to an answer Josh gave in a previous story about abortion basically saying that because they identify with the sex they were born as they shouldn't really have an opinion on this and it's down to people who are going to take this medication to decide. Um, I don't know. Is it parents when their children are underage? I don't, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. Okay, interesting. Well, anyway, we're going to move on to our first story of the week, and that is my story. Josh, my story comes from The Independent, and it is that Nigel Farage threatens to return as UKIP leader unless Brexit is put back on track. The three things you need to know are, on Sunday, Theresa May held a meeting at her country residence, Chequers, where they agreed a soft Brexit deal with her cabinet. The deals meant a big shift in the number of key policies, crucially around the UK having a free trade agreement with the rest of the EU. Since Sunday, a number of pro-Brexit front bench ministers have quit their posts, including David Davis and Boris Johnson and the Foreign Secretary. Nigel Farage has also publicly stated that if Brexit is not put back on track, then he <laughs> aims to return as the leader of UKIP. Josh, my question is quite a broad question, but do the British public have a right to a second referendum? No. Twerk and se- no! <laughs> twerk and seconds, Josh. Twerk, twerk and seconds. 20 seconds of my life. I don't need a twerk and second. Twerk no. Twerk seconds. 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Um, No. They Why voted. not? They voted. <laughs> we can't throw your dummy out the pram and go, oh, it wasn't what I wanted. I want another one. We voted. That's right. the vote. So do you not think that we have any... Do you think it's undemocratic, for example, to, to request a second referendum? Yeah. I, well, no, but I didn't... I, I don't know. I don't know okay. whether it's undemocratic or not. I just think that we voted. You, we voted. It's like, you know, England lose by one goal on, on the semi-finals. We're not going to get another chance because it was by one goal or 1% or whatever. It's like, we've got to win it. Sorry, yes. I'm a bit hyped on football, by the way. You may but, notice but we in this yeah, week's well, podcast. I'm already not following. Josh, yeah. <laughs> is it coming home? It is coming uh, home. Yeah. It's coming home, guys. Josh has promised to get that in many times, this, this podcast. Yes. Uh, but So, for example, Josh, you use the example of football, right? Uh, but we have found out that... Plenty of cheating was going on in the Brexit campaign. On both sides. Well, mostly on the Brexit side. And so if there was a situation where England played Germany, for example, and it turned out that one of them had cheated, would you not want a rematch? Would you just go, oh, well, like, the game's done. Off we go. I think there was enough mis- misinformation on both sides that... Well, no. all I mean is that the Brexit camp is being taken to court. Not the, the Remain camp is not being taken to court. So does that not, does that not mean that one side cheated more than the other? Um, yeah, I don't know how much it is people's own kind of... It's up to people to go out and educate themselves a little bit. I don't think you could make an opinion up based on what either side said during the Brexit campaign. Like, it was, it was ridiculous. It, was, it just turned into complete... It was like American politics. It was gross. Yeah. Um, it, it? Yeah, it was so it was, confusing. It, it, was, it really was hard to follow. No one knew anything. And it's kind of... That's why when I voted, I took it back to... I was ignored all the policies everyone else was talking about and kind of... Yeah, because you have your own reasons behind that. I have my own reasons for what I voted on and what I believe in stuff, and that's kind of a difference. But So I don't believe the British public have a right to a second referendum. I don't understand why Nigel Farage... Nigel Farage? Nigel Farage! ...is threatening to return as UKIP leader. It's because, like, (laughs) unless it's put back on track. Listen, you. Like, like he did such a good job, and I'm going to come back and sort out this country because I'm so amazing. Well, I think because he he is a very popular figure among his fan base. Among a lot of racists, yeah. (laughs) 
Are you, you said on the podcast last week that he wasn't racist. No, I said just because something you do looks racist doesn't make it racist. <laughs> doesn't it? No, he's, I, I said he's popular <laughs> among racists. I didn't say he was racist. Okay, right. Fair enough then. Are you telling me he's not popular among sign. racists? I mean, yes, I think he's probably if popular. If you're popular he's among popular racists. racists. It's a bad sign. It's a bad sign if you're popular among racists, I think. Yes. Well, well it, it depends which way you fall. It doesn't mean you are racist. So, to Josh, for example, if, if there was a situation where Remain had won, do you think that the Brexit camp would have just shut up and gone, right, well, that's it. Like, they won, fair and square. Like, let's just go back to our little racist ha- holes and, and shut up for a generation. Well, I don't know. It's But it's kind of hypothetical, isn't it? And even if they did, they could be told to no, we voted and stop it and be quiet sort of thing. Like, I don't... No Brexit means no Brexit. It's interesting, yeah. though, because what they're actually requesting, more specifically, and also for our for our foreign listeners, I'll give a little bit of background on this, because basically what's happening is we uh, voted to leave the European Union, and then it turned out that our, our government is pursuing something which the Brexiteers don't believe is what they actually wanted to vote for. And so what we're actually going for here and what people are campaigning for is not a second referendum on whether we leave the European Union. They're not going, we just need to redo that one because that was fake, right? They're going, we need to vote on what the final deal is. And so we've got Theresa May, our prime minister in government, making this deal, which apparently is going to be pretty soft, i.e. we still have mostly free trade, mostly free movement, which is not really what people voted for. Mm -hmm. And so we're asking for a second referendum on that final deal the government goes this is the deal right country do you want it Mm -hmm. do you not think that's a good idea but uh, when do you stop at what point do you stop because we go do we we've got this deal do we do it yes no okay no no. so then they go and change it and how many times do you change it until and what if one thing you're not happy with and then there's another little thing that this person's not happy with and it is exhausting like yeah the best result is that everyone is slightly disappointed Mm. i i Mm -hmm. think that would be Mm. just the ideal like in mediation (laughs) everyone (laughs) everyone's everyone's happy (laughs) as long as no one's happy it's fine That's not what I meant. As long as we're all miserable together, (laughs) it's fine, guys. No, like when you enter into court mediation, the best way for something to end is that no one is elated and everybody is just average or slightly disappointing. Slightly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is slightly disappointed because it means that there's no extreme. It means that it's kind of a middle ground. That's what I meant by that. Yeah, but, you know, Luke is right in that people didn't vote for the Brexit that is now happening. This soft Brexit isn't what people wanted. So I think it's... and I actually think it's not what any of us want. It's not what anybody wants. It's not what the pro-Brexit people wanted or the, you know, the people against Brexit wanted. It's, it's ridiculous. So, so basically what Lucy said, everyone's disappointed. <laughs> Yay, Maybe it's soft Brexit. Yeah. Is that a fair assumption? <laughs> everyone's disappointed apart from Theresa May. Yeah. So when she but we're all disappointed it, with Theresa May. So. Everyone's disappointed, but she's got exactly what she wanted, I think. I think she's known the whole time exactly what she wanted to do. And Lucy, how she James, to what do you think? What would you, if you were given the option for a second referendum, would you choose to vote? Not, not, I'm ask, not asking you what you'd vote, but do you think it's a good idea? Uh, no, what's done is done for me. I wasn't convinced on either side, 100%, but I just think it would be even longer, a massive waste of time, mm. really. I don't think that we're going to get a clear cut answer with that yeah i i have to agree i yeah i, I would love a second referendum um but because i didn't get to vote the first time around because yeah. i was too young i was 17 oh, at the baby. time i was i was like two weeks off my 18th Sweet birthday child of mine. um so i'd love one but i don't, I don't think i, I think in one. the interim the people that have turned of age since the time 
are enough to have swayed the vote? Yeah. Probably, yeah. That, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. a fact that I've heard that in, in the time it's that taken. That wouldn't surprise me. Like, I think we should just have a referendum. People probably people have died as well. So the amount of people that have died, yeah, and the amount of people that have turned 18. James, you come from Australia, or you lived in Australia for a very long time, where they have a very hard border. That's a big thing there, is that they don't really let migrants, they often don't even let um, asylum seekers in. Asylum seekers come over on boats, and there's the whole, like turn away the boats campaign and stop the boats campaign and send them back to where they came from. And, and they're really scared of That's lots a very of, long way. It's, it's, it's a very long and way. is that supported quite, out there? Quite a journey. I mean, too much, yeah. Okay. I think it's slightly coming back the right way, in quotes. I'm doing quotes here. The right way. It's, I'm it's, doing it's, quotes it's becoming, here, guys. It's becoming more like, it's becoming more like Britain. Mm. Um, which I think is a good thing. But mm. All right, well, I think we pretty much agreed. Like, <laughs> I, I do wish we'd had the alternative vote, like the Remain, but uh, I don't really know all that much about it. None of us really do, do we? We're all That's a little bit thing. lost. That's the thing, I can't talk about it because I've no, I, no clue what went on during yeah. that campaign, yeah. what was true, what was wrong. What? I don't study economics, so I, I don't have the slightest idea. And it doesn't look like the very clever people that study economics no. have the slightest idea what it means and what's going to happen. So... That's when I cast my vote, it was based on what I thought was little common sense mm-hmm. things based on my beliefs and my morals. It wasn't anything to do with yeah. borders and money. And so basically the whole thing's just a mess. So it we is. just kind of want to leave it, let it die, get on with it and shut it. up about is it. Is so anyone else just so yeah. bored of Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> just so boring. Just want it to happen or not happen. And then... Just, Can we what's, start? The, what's the biggest difference between a soft Brexit and a hard Brexit? Well, like because to me, it's like soft tacos and hard tacos. Soft it's Brexit like, is essentially you leave the European Union, but you keep in place like the trade agreements and the freedom of movement. You're basically in the European Union without being in the European Union. Right. So you have lots of little deals that basically mean there's no, no different, except the name is you're not in the European Which Union. So people want to feel independent, but then but don't want independence independence, (laughs) but still want to have the support of everyone else (laughs) yes so we're independent on a technicality yeah okay well we're gonna have to move on but thank you we pretty much agreed on that one that was good the next story of the week is we agreed that Brexit is boring guys and we're done with it you can let us know what you think on Twitter in our polls at Educating Josh it's time for the next story that's Lucy's story okay my story comes from the Evening Standard is it okay to sunbathe naked in your own back garden police (laughs) wait a second police warn some worshippers to tell their neighbours first here are the three things you need to know Josh in the midst of the current heat wave that's sweeping the UK Surrey police have issued a warning to all the sun worshippers across the country who plan to sunbathe topless in their own gardens whilst it's not actually illegal to be naked in public unless there is proven intention to shock and upset the Crown Prosecution Service states in the case of naturism a balance needs to be struck between the naturist right to freedom of expression and the right of the wider public to be protected from harassment alarm and distress the Surrey police have recommended letting your neighbours know if you plan to sunbathe nude and wrote in a Facebook post if you want to wander around your garden naked and you're overlooked by neighbours then you have to be careful an Englishman's home is not quite his castle and your garden is not exempt from the law my question is is it okay to sunbathe naked in your own garden 20 seconds Josh go of course it's okay to sunbathe like this this story is absolutely ridiculous like yeah I'm gonna sunbathe I've I've sunbathed naked last week in my garden like it's I don't think there's a problem with it I want want a good time wait you sunbathe naked in your garden yeah naked naked absolutely naked and do you have neighbours overlooking your garden I mean if they're on their second floor of their house they'll be able to see yeah right Okay. Let's never go to Josh's house. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not naked all the time. (laughs) Okay, only on warm days we will stay away from Josh's house. I sunbathe naked, especially when people come round. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's okay 
if you agree with your neighbours. No! I do. No. no, why? What's wrong about it? Because, what is... First of all, why are they looking in my garden? Well, well if they're in, looking out the window, John. View. No, if they look out their window, they're looking into their garden. Why are they... You, it's quite a difficult thing to look over a no, fence... definitely ...down not. into someone else's no, garden. It's, it's absolutely not. Properly down into someone's garden. So what about my garden? My garden goes all the way down. Um, all the gardens are on a lower part of the street. So from our kitchens, we can see down into everybody's garden. So... Whilst I'm washing the dishes, I don't oh, want to see a pair of bollocks. I, I just, I just <laughs> think that by looking in, well, then don't look. It, it could actually be quite threatening if someone's waltzing. <laughs> waltzing? 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 Should, should we be allowed to waltz naked in our garden? I mean, that's a different This is a different like, topic. Like, if you're static, it's okay. If they're yeah. moving, like, it's no. Story. There's like bits going around. There's just too many flying bits. No, no, I just, I completely disagree. Okay. Like, if you're looking out your window and you see something, you just don't look. Like, what if it's, I don't know, some, a person that is purposefully making themselves in view of someone's window and showing their genitals. Where, what's that? That's, well, that's harassment flashing. to me. That's flashing. Yeah, that's, but they're, that's they're in their garden. That's, that is, like they said, that's like, that's... That is more, that's... Yeah, what did they say? Harassment. The thing, it's got yeah. Harassment, alarm and distress. Yeah, that is harassment if you're deliberately, like, the, the, that's posting yourself like, through a letterbox. Yeah. yeah, but they could say, well, it's my garden, I can do what I want. No, that's different. That okay. is very different. If you think that's different. That's that, that, yeah, because you're then taking it away. If you're deliberately putting yourself outside someone's view or... That's not sunbathing, is it, really, I suppose? What about like, turning mm. it the other way? What if, you know, a female is sunbathing and someone's teenage sons consistently keep looking down? Well, they need to be would, taught properly not to sexualise the female would body. The, would the woman have uh, the <laughs> right... <laughs> would the woman have the right to complain to those parents um, and kind of ask them no. to stop looking? no. Not no. at all. I don't okay. think so. I don't believe so. I'd like. I'd like to think my children were educated enough not to, to, you know, to be like that. But you know, she also knows she's in display and full on. You know, everyone. You can are see in plain her. view. You're in plain view. What I find interesting about this was I didn't know that it's not illegal to be naked in public. Mm. I thought I if thought you went was. down the street, like no, no, it's illegal to be naked in public. No, as it's long not. as you're not, as long as your intent is not to like to distress people deliberately, you can, according to this at least, you can just walk around naked in the street. Yeah, and the complainant has to prove that there was an intention to upset and shock. Which is really interesting. Wow. Yep, so I, didn't know, I thought it was just completely. Well, that's, that's kind of well. That's why different. those it's those naked bit, cycling things work out. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, of course, they're very yeah. popular. I uh, guess people do like naked run for lives. And but in 2015, like that, a man was cautioned or spoken to by police for getting too excited. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, yeah, he had to put his jeans back on, oh, <laughs> which is awful dear. to cycle in. See, I think I'm thinking. <laughs> yes, that's the issue. <laughs> he would have been terribly uncomfortable. Think of the chafing. <laughs> think of the chafing. Poor I him. think the thing about this though is that we do. I'm Stop with you, Lucy. We lit. Stop. We live, we live in a society where the norm is that you're kind of covering up part of your body, at least mm. like the genitalia area. Like I get the topless sunbathing is a different thing because free the nipple and all that and yeah. equality. Well, no, why, what's the difference between free the nipple and free the vagina? Like, <laughs> or free the penis? Like it, you're, you need to normalise <laughs> the sexual parts of your body. Cause why I do you need to normalise That's why we have They have problem. no purpose other than the things that you're doing well, exactly. With them so sexual. why is it a big deal? Why is it a why big deal? Why do they need to be out? Why do they not need to be out? Why is it such a big deal? That exactly what you're saying. They're not very pretty. No, but they're not <laughs> quite ugly, are they? They're not, okay, granted, it's not the nicest thing, especially yours. But I suppose that's sort yours. of like saying like, oh, well, ugly people shouldn't be allowed outside because yeah. they're a bit ugly. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, I, that's awful, Luke. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, obviously, that's awful. Wow. I wasn't condoning that. Oh, oh my God. Dear. I was proving myself wrong with a bad point. <laughs> you know, for once, I actually agree with the law as it is. I don't want a change in this. I think it's fine unless your neighbours complain. And in order to avoid that, it's maybe best to have a conversation with them first. Well, if they complain, though, they have to prove that it was with malicious intent, which I also agree with. Like, I, I guess where the grey line comes into it for me is that in my garden, I'm going to be naked. If you're looking into my garden, if you're looking at me, that's your problem. I don't care of the age. Don't like, I, I just don't, you know, that's that's my right to tan my body properly in the way that I want to. But do you think you should maybe warn them first? Like, out of courtesy, not out of law, out I, of courtesy. I, I probably would. Okay, so yeah. I, did you last last week? No. Oh, so you wouldn't then? <laughs> I think it's a bit of a weird thing to just go up to your neighbour and be like, by no, the way, I'm going to be naked in my what, garden. What I found uncomfortable... Look if you want to, but... It's like, yeah, what I found uncomfortable is you're sort of going, yeah, you're well, I'm going to be Hello. naked, so if you want to look, like, I will they be there. They could take that as an invitation. I'm going, I'm going to be naked. You could just... Yeah, yeah. Well, my neighbours are weird at the best of times as well, so I don't think... I'm, See, yeah. I have lovely neighbours, but I don't want to be naked. Lucy, what do you think if you flip this round? Say you were to decide to go out in your in your garden naked, and, yes. you, and you had pre-warned your neighbours, as you say should probably be the case, mm-hmm. what would you say if you then had, like, a creepy teenage boy staring down at you I from the... And you'd chosen to be out there. What would, what would you do in that situation? Uh, I would take it upon myself to stop sunbathing naked. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, I can't control what they do, so uh, yeah. I'm going to cover up. I don't like ogling or is, anything. Is, is yeah. the guy naked? No, sorry, I don't. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell. He's in the window. He's not. That makes it very different. Okay. It was an important factor. Yeah, because that that is essentially the, the the flip round version of this is that they're then in their house and you are presenting yourself to them. Yeah, and in so, your house. Yeah, technically. And it's sort of it's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> well, the bit I find weird is I didn't know you could walk around naked in public. I think that's that was the most surprising thing about what this whole story to me. What have we started with Josh next week? <laughs> oh, oh no, Josh no. is going to come in if naked. If you hear a squeaking, <laughs> what's what's going to be squeaking? Well, I we have leather seats. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> educating God. naked Josh. Educating Josh naked Josh. One hundredth episode special. What I found really weird about this as well was Sun Worshippers as a name is bizarre. Oh, and sun also, worshippers. I love that Tragic. Surrey Police. I love that Surrey Police wrote an Englishman's home is not quite his castle. I love that. It's just your garden so is British. Not exempt from the law. <laughs> and your garden is not exempt from the law. The queen owns your garden. My home is my castle. Thank you very much. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Does it have a moat? The law. Does it have alligators, Josh? It's, I can design my castle the way I want to. It doesn't have to have a moat. <laughs> on that note, I think we've pretty much exhausted this topic and we'll move on. And you can let us know what you think in our polls at Educating Josh on Twitter. It's time for the last story. That's James's story. My headline comes from the BBC. Giant Donald Trump baby balloon plan sparks online row. These are the three things you need to know, Josh. Campaigners recently raised almost £18,000 to pay for a giant inflatable depicting President Trump as a baby with the plan to fly it over London during his visit to the UK. London Mayor Sadiq Khan has given his permission for the six-metre-high inflatable to fly, but there has been a mixed reaction across social media from some people. Republicans' overseas spokesman Drew Lickerman... Is it Lickerman or Lickerman? Amazing. Lickerman. That's amazing. Lickerman Lickerman. Lickerman or Lickerman? Lickerman. 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 Carry on, James. Republicans' overseas spokesman Drew Lickerman said the blimp was cringeworthy and, frankly, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the people flying it, for the British residents of London, and for the people in the UK. But many have seen the funnier side and see it as a funny protest to his first visit to the capital since becoming president. Leo Murray, who was behind the crowdfunded idea, said, Mr. Trump really seems to hate it when people make fun of him. We want to make sure he knows that all of Britain is looking down on him and laughing at him. My question is... Is it fair to make personal attacks towards someone you disagree with ideologically? 20 seconds, Josh, go. I don't think it's fair at all. And I actually, I'm quite disappointed in the behaviour of the British public in this instance. You've raised £18,000, give it to cancer research or a homeless family, and you're actually belittling your behaviour to the same kind of behaviour that Trump does on Twitter. Like, this whole story, like, really disappoints me and makes me quite upset. And then people have stood around going, yeah, look at us. We're protesting this and protesting that. He's an American president. He's done a lot more than a lot of people have. And regardless of your beliefs against him, you've raised £18,000 to do to literally personally attack someone. I just don't think it's on, regardless of what they think he's done. Um, yes. I, the only thing I would say is that he doesn't really take criticism in terms of his politics it just kind of seems that when people criticize his politics and what he's doing he just kind of sweeps it aside and goes yeah well they're wrong great but, but, i mean you, you kind of have to You're i mean president. as a president you kind of have to sometimes also he doesn't he, i haven't seen him really acknowledge anything at all but when people take the mick out of him personally he gets really really upset like he throws he spits his dummy he throws the tantrum on twitter he yeah it's just it kind of seems like yeah yeah I think this. I think this is fine because I think it's really funny because he does spit the he does spit the dummy all the time yeah. and this is kind of like spitting the dummy back in a bit. I guess, but I just I'm just kind of disappointed. It's like 
raise more money to campaign against bombing Syria, like raise more money to stop actual atrocities, stop adding flames and fuel to this boring, elongated circle jerk of Trumpism. But I think that's the point, it's, isn't it? That J- Trump doesn't really listen to any campaigning. So he only listens to when people make him look silly. He doesn't. He tweets, he gets 50,000 retweets on it, and then he hides another bill that he pushes through government that he wants. Like, everyone's so focused on his tweets and all his all this media side of things, they don't actually notice that behind the scenes he's getting every little thing that he wants. Yeah, well, the other thing, I think he probably might be secretly loving this and the fact that he visits the UK and they put up a giant inflatable balloon. Yeah. Yeah. From everywhere in London, you get to see him. You get to see Trump as, <laughs> yeah. he, as he visits London. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think he'd publicly I say mean, that. I doubt that because what he, one of the things he was saying was he wasn't going to come, he, as far as I'm aware, this may not be true, this is just what I remember, but he said that he didn't want to come to, to England unless Theresa May banned protests against him. And so he is, in, I mean, <laughs> I, yes, I ridiculous. I will double check that before we put that out. But... Um, he is somebody whose ego is incredibly fragile. And as far as the is, left is, is aware, true. the way to get to him and the way to knock him down is to make him seem well, in silly. Your opinion, he got so, in well, your no, opinion. He, he got so hung up about his tiny hands thing and he was like, oh, well, my penis is really big, so it doesn't matter. He actually said, he said, well, I, I guarantee there's no problem elsewhere. There's no problem. In the, in the election, he said oh, that. Oh, that is so embarrassing. The whole thing is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed. I don't think it's fair, but I think it's going to happen. I mean, what's the difference between someone holding up a sign saying we hate you, Trump, and someone paying for this? I think the only difference is that Sadiq Khan has approved it. Which, again, it, uh, I'm it's really disappointed yeah. in Sadiq Khan. I'm like, really embarrassed. I mean, Sadiq Khan said that basically protest is legal in this country and protest takes many forms. It's right, form so he hasn't actively... I like, agree that Sadiq that Khan great. probably found it hilarious. I don't know if he's actively gone... I don't think he actually has actively gone, yes, this is a good thing. I'm glad this has happened. Well, he's, he's allowed, allowed it to... He's just allowed he was on, it to, no, he's approved it, yeah. And he's, he's just, just said, on he's just approved Britain. it and gone, if people want to protest, then... Piers Morgan, I know we're not, you're not his biggest fan, Josh, but he did come up with a point. He said, what if another group decides to show Sadiq Khan as a pig, which is offensive to Muslims, in another balloon? Would yeah. he approve that? I mean, that, that directly that affects in, a religion. So it does bring in racism. I, that's just a technicality. I do. You're, you're, or it does make sense. What, what if saying. there's a flying black baby of Barack Obama? Would people have an issue with that? Well, that's because race and religion is, is it, yeah, it takes Well, a, it's not. It wouldn't really be race, would it? Because Barack Obama is black. If yeah. they made a... Because a, 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 I was thinking about that. And what James's original question was... Is it fair to make personal attacks towards somebody you disagree with ideologically? And general, I agree with Josh. No, it's not. It's a form of bullying, essentially. However, Trump is not a normal case. And for me, Trump is somebody who's one based on personality and based on celebrity. Brilliant. So let's lower and ourselves so to his level. you have to hit level. it back. You have to hit no, back in the same you way. really don't. That's why he's in power. <laughs> like, that's why this just keeps adding fuel to it. I just, I don't think, I don't agree with that at all. You you don't. So you're saying the best way to fight fire is with fire, which is something I don't agree with at all. It's like a personal joke. But if- also, regardless of who Trump is and what he thinks, this is like a bullying attack. And yeah. it's something that's all over the media. We've got to prevent bullying and help children through bullying. They're seeing well, the British the question. public is it, is bullying. It, is it fair to make personal attacks towards an I, individual? Can I, can I actually ask right, anyone here, like, what's, what's the thing that Trump's done that's upset you the most? And you're not allowed to mention his tweets, his social media, his stupid, stupid little tantrums, anything like that. Because that's the first thing that comes into everyone's brain is like, oh, he was, did this and it was really stupid and he did this and it was really stupid. Like, well, you're setting your own terms there. You're going, 
Well, what's upset you about Trump except for this and this and no, this and this? In and this? his political career. I would say based the on, thing based he's based done... On this, based on this area of Trump, what, what's upset On his you? politics, which is his job. The based thing on he's his job. done for, for me, I think, that, that upsets me the most is we were talking earlier in the po- this podcast about, well, if racists like somebody then then that's that's a, potentially a problem right if so if racists like nigel farage then nigel farage at least should stand up and go by the way racism is wrong mm. and trump has not done that no, trump is followed by racists trump is followed by nazis and he hasn't once put out a statement saying nazism is wrong for example he's the president of the united states and he's not condemning nazism he's opening doors mm. for people to kind he's of legitimizing show true colors that they wouldn't have shown before i think i'm trying to find something positive in this because you're you're so anti it but really yes it's a form of bullying it is dis- it's I childish just, just, and I, babyish if, if that's the behavior of his that i i, I don't i'm just not gonna bring and myself it, down i do a video on the side of like what is this going to achieve realistically it's exactly. gonna it, nothing it, absolutely the most nothing. it will achieve is get a reaction from trump on twitter well you can let us know what you think over on twitter at in our polls at educating josh it's time for the quick fire round Josh, England are through to the semi-final of the World Cup for the it's first time home, since, boys and girls. since any of us were born. <sighs> it's coming home. You actually didn't get it's coming it's home into any of the stories. Very disappointing. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Football's coming home. You know what? I, I can't wait for football to come home so you can all shut up. Elon Musk has sent a team of engineers out to Thailand to rescue the boys trapped in a cave in what some are calling on Twitter a publicity stunt. Oh, interesting. What? I mean, you kind of need to get them out. I mean, but they got out anyway. He, he just sent them pointlessly. Oh. get out. They got yeah. there and then they went, oh, they're already out. All right. And- okay. <laughs> <laughs> a group of lesbians protested at Pride this week, alleging that transgender people are trying to force them into having sex with trans women who have penises. I do not understand what you just said. Oh, Sorry. right then. Doesn't matter. There's a lot of words. Words. That was very, very confusing. Yeah, we have to be a whole story. We'll get Jake back. Wow. <laughs> um, right, and then- why would Jake be able to explain it better? Well, he, because he understands the transgender movement, Josh. Shut up. You are... Or, or, shut up. However, none Don't of try and sadly. make me look transphobic, Joshua <laughs> Winslade. And Josh, the good news story of the week, flight attendants helped save a French bulldog's life by supplying an oxygen mask when he had trouble breathing on a plane. It's adorable, Bless. but they're like my least favourite dog. There's a really what? cute picture and he's got a little mask on his face. Oh, it's adorable. I love bulldogs <laughs> and pit bulls. But irresponsible breeding with, with their breathing conditions. But let's not, so let's not make that depressing. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh. We had a good week. I think we agreed on all three stories pretty much this week that's fantastic don't forget to follow us on Instagram Twitter or Facebook at Educating Josh where there'll be polls and content from each of today's stories and we'd love to hear your thoughts we also want you to send in more questions for next week's quick fire round please go subscribe and most importantly leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice this has been Educating Josh a Studio 71 production we'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh sorry about the drilling goodbye Bye. (laughs) bye